I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that one yet. It's on my Netflix. But I haven't seen that one yet. It's my buddy. Hey, dude. <laughs> There's my boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's been so long. Since it's been just the two of us, it's been a bit. Yeah. The first first family time of 2016. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh boy, and it's it's been a it's been quite a weekend. I think this was this I don't think this was the number one highest snow like blizzard thing. I think I think it's it's the number 2. Yeah, by like 0. 0.01 inch. Yeah. It was uh it was pretty up there. There was a, quite a bit of snow. Quite yeah. a bit of snow fell. Yeah. So, that's why I'm sleepy t- today because, because my normal my I did not get my grocery order which contains oh. all, all of the caffeine that I need to live. No. <laughs> so, I'm very sleepy today. Um but, I thought about putting on my boots and tromping through the snow for a soda pop, but yeah. you know what? It's much nicer to just lay in bed. Yeah, it's it has been pretty. Um, yesterday was kind of incredible. It was I don't know. I kind of liked like getting booted up. Everyone was just walking in the street because we had a like travel ban. Our yeah. our communist dictator Bill De Blasio. Oh, oh that guy, yeah. Pitch. Um, and I don't know. One thing I really like about New York is that whenever something like this happens, whenever there's a, a blizzard or a hurricane or something, everyone's reaction is let's party. Yeah. Like, like I went by Astor Place Wines on the way home on Friday and it was packed because everyone was like, we are not missing this chance to just get drunk on our couches for like, uh, oh, thank God. An excuse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's very uh there's this uh this zine that I I used to read um and in one of them the guy is talking about uh <laughs> uh the guy the guy is talking about in I think they're in Asheville and there's like a huge snowstorm coming in and he's talking about everybody just keeps showing up at their house like in their like punk community no one has talked about it or anything but they've all just decided that this is where people will congregate so people just keep coming and bringing beer and drugs and food and there's he's like this this was sure to be one of the funnest natural disasters in recent memory (laughs) i feel like blizzards are uh, they seem to be the easiest ones to have like some fun with yeah yeah uh, there is not the chance of like all of your windows blowing out, and yeah, like like and especially definitely... in, especially in New York City, the the chances of the power going out are Very pretty low slim. in in most in most of the city. We have underground power lines, right? Yeah, like, that's the uh... so really the big danger is Netflix going out. Oh god, the internet! <laughs> if the internet went out, then. Oh, oh, how the tinner! Yeah, the the danger, the danger is you might not get get Netflix, and if you order delivery, you're a dick. Yeah, it's actually interesting. Around me, none of the Chinese places were open, and I wonder if it's because um, a lot of the cooks and everything probably like do like do not live in this neighborhood, and since the travel ban, they just couldn't get in. Yeah, um, uh, uh, they're not in a. They're closed today, or were yesterday? Uh, they were closed yesterday. Uh, and then one of one of the restaurants, a couple of the restaurants near me were open, but only the bar because they'd had to send their kitchen staff home uh, because their kitchen staff lived in the Bronx. And like they were <laughs> like, well, <laughs> uh, 
Uh, we do not want to make you sleep here, so. <laughs> ah, yes. But no, it was. It's always. It's always kind of fun to 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 not have to have an excuse not to do anything. Like not saying that we don't do nothing a lot, but like. Yeah, yeah. I, I talked to my brother last night, and I was like, "Yeah, this is actually uh, kind of pretty uh, standard Saturday for me." Yeah, where I stay inside and uh, drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. But like, um, oh, sorry, uh, no problem. Uh, uh, um, it's uh, uh, invaders. Sorry. <laughs> did you just take your cell phone and throw it across the room? <laughs> I pretty much did. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I cleaned out my closet, my, uh, the, the closet in my office. Um, and I guess a bottle of creme de mint that we had had in there had, well, okay. First off, uh, a package of light bulbs had fallen and shattered all over the ground in there. And then a bottle of creme de mint had been like leaking into it. So it, oh. was, it looked, it looked like the Joker had come on everything. <laughs> and, uh, but like I'm actually kind of amazed that the creme de mint did not like stain anything. Um but like I actually have space in that closet now and I'm literally just sitting here staring at having empty space in a closet and just being like it's incredible. <laughs> I never thought I'd get here, Whitney. <laughs> to have closet space. I just have a my ceiling just leaks a lot. Is that that's still going on? <laughs> Yeah, I really need to call my landlord. Yeah, I've tried I... to call him a couple times, and then he wasn't there. So it's been a, it's been an issue. Yeah, I. It's uh, fine. It's fine. Because Mike Sacco was playing uh, Darkest Dungeon, which you've was... played that before. Yes, Did it and just I actually, like I played it again recently, and they've added a bunch of classes. The problem is, it's... oh, by the way, this is I haven't seen that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah sorry sorry guys i like the idea that people are using like i don't know podcast shuffle and it's like 10 minutes in and they're like who the fuck are these people <laughs> hopefully they're not- i just downloaded a bunch of, of most recent episodes from things i never heard of and I'm- <laughs> yeah i guess i guess i'm not really unless unless people are being like softened up for interrogation by the cia by making them listen to our podcast, in which case, sorry guys. Uh, <laughs> I hope this is entertaining for illegally rendition prisoners. Uh, video games, video games. Yeah, you were just telling. You know, this is uh, the the uh, sensible premise of our show. You were just saying before we started this that you were playing a edutainment game from 1992. Yes, and I have not heard of the secret island of Doctor Quandrary, and mm. basically, it when I had computer class in third grade, if we got done early, we could like play the edutainment games that were on the computer, and that happened maybe like four times, and it was always like there would be twenty minutes left, and for some reason, the icon for this game really caught my eye. But the thing is, the game begins with like a mini game like a mini game shooting gallery thing that like purposely does not it's impossible to win um so you just have to like you you fail three times and then you get turned into a tiny troll doll and sent to this island to solve puzzles but it just it bothered me so much because every time i would get through the shooting game that i couldn't win get sent to the island and then i'd be like then it would be time up and i we would have to leave <laughs> 
And the good thing about living today is that when you have a half-remembered edutainment game from your childhood, it is very easy to find it, download it, and then play it. <laughs> so is that that's how you spent your snowstorm? Is um, I mean, a little bit solving of the puzzles of Doctor Quandary. Yeah, yeah. The puzzles are also. I will say the uh, the puzzles that vexed me so much in third grade. Uh, I've I've gotten a lot better at um. At, uh, like, the the, uh, the Wikipedia page for the Secret Island of Doctor Quandry specifically describes the shooting gallery as a ruse. <laughs> it's also like I kind of want to post the cover of this because this game and the box art to it are have it's such an aesthetic that like even I think that now we have like oh remember the nineties throwback aesthetics and it's not quite it like uh and and i have such an affinity towards this sort of thing um it's kind of difficult to express also this was made by mecc which i think they made oregon trail Mm. and it was the minnesota educational computing consortium and uh i think they made number munchers and all that other stuff and if you saw if you see the logo for mecc uh it will it will be it it is something to conjure with. Alright, I'm pulling it up. Yeah. Also, apparently, uh from the the start of the Wikipedia page, during the nineteen sixties, Minnesota was a center of computer technology, what one newspaper would describe fifty years later as a midwestern Silicon Valley. Hmm. Which is kind of cool. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> uh, Minneapolis. That's 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 the uh, that's the that's the dream of this of this podcast is Minneapolis. Yeah, yeah, it's like we have it, everything. It's like Minneapolis in 1992. That's all we want. Oh boy, <sighs> that's all we want. Mm. But um, yeah, so so I did play this game and did beat it. Which you uh, so what? What's uh, Doctor Quandary's? What's his fucking deal? He's just, he just what's turns his fucking problem? Dolls. And takes them to this island and makes them... But but he gives you all the tools to escape, so... This is kind of... And also restore your body back. Well, it's actually, like, I don't think he actually turns you into a doll. It it appears like he induces some sort of some sort of astral projection of you into a doll on this island. Mm. Because when you beat him, you just return to your body at the carnival. Um... So there's a lot going on. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really approve of what rich people get up to. <laughs> Perverts. Um. <laughs> like, what is he even a doctor? Yeah, he he has a PhD at best. It's not a medical doctor, Doctor Quandary. Yeah. Oh, doctor in puzzleology. That's not real. <laughs> That's not real. Um. But, uh, so, so yeah, my new plan is just to go back and, like, win at things that I couldn't win at in, like, third grade. (laughs) (laughs) I'll see you assholes at (laughs) T-Ball. I'm just dunking on a bunch of (laughs) seven-year-olds. The game I played a lot when I was a kid, and looking at at the the Dr. Quandary screenshots made me think of it. This was, you know, maybe, like, in 1987, something like this. The Black Cauldron game oh it's made by sierra based on uh based on the 
the Disney movie based on the series of books. And I definitely never beat it because it's impossible and uh, you die so much all the time and it's impossible to beat. Like, it's, I actually like it's Googled from the King's Quest people, right? It's from the King's Quest people. Ha <laughs> ha! They <Yeah>. win again. <laughs> uh, um. But with with like the all the fun of King's Quest, and then like added like having to slightly navigate narrow um, bridges with you know your keyboard with a <laughs> you know pixelated CGA graphic. Yeah. Dude. In in retrospect, it feels like. All like ninety percent of King's Quest was trying to get over bridges, or you'd just be walking, and it's like you walked wrong, you're dead. Sucks to be you. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of want to go back and play King's Quest. I never was super into. I was more into Space Quest. I do not know Space Quest. It's uh, it's like it's like King's Quest, but in space. Hmm. It's much. It's much sillier. It's it's more like. I accept that. Actual, you know, it's like Star Trek parody stuff. Wait, speaking of Star Trek parodies, I, I think we may have talked about this before, but I've never seen Galaxy Quest. Oh, well, and, buddy. And I feel like given um, the recent... Uh, many, many cool people have died since we last recorded God, this podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's been open season on cool people. Um, Do we want to talk about that? I mean, what's there, what's there to say? very sad yeah i mean well uh do you i i love that the the what like the film reviewer for the guardian who got extremely mad that people were like openly expressing their sadness about david bowie being oh i like I, yeah this is i you know barely saw this because i'm like i don't need to see who gives a shit about this oh person? yeah I, I i don't really follow i see people i see people being mad online but i, <laughs> <laughs> but I often do not follow it to the source to see what they're mad about yeah, yeah, it's fine. Um, oh, what is somebody who's like, how dare you grieve? Yeah, yeah basically. And I will say, uh, there is like a impromptu memorial space outside of David Bowie's New York apartment where uh, I think his, I think like people could still be living there. And I find that kind of gross uh, just because like, um, I don't know. I I feel like it's not like he advertised where he lived. I did not know where David Bowie lived until I was walking down uh, Lafayette and saw a bunch of like David Bowie shit on the sidewalk, and I was like, oh, I guess that's his house. Um, that or maybe just one thing. person started. And people <laughs> just, just assumed. <laughs> yeah, someone dropped a copy of uh, of Changes to on the sidewalk and they were like, Oh, I guess this is where the memorial is. <laughs> um, you should see galaxy quest. Yeah, I really should. Also, well, since I've like dipped into star Trek more recently, um, I should, uh, maybe I'll get the jokes now. Although I, I'll bet I would have gotten the jokes before. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not, you know, they're not, <laughs> they're not high level. Uh... Like you, you have gleaned enough about star Trek from, you know the world From and it's still it's even more you know it's 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 kind of like a take on a original star trek which yeah yeah definitely but you still haven't really seen as far as i know i mean i've seen bits and pieces yeah um, yeah so you know you'll get it and it's great yeah. yeah but um 
yeah, rough, rough times for famous, cool people. Famous, famous, cool 69 year olds. <laughs> oh, not nice. Not nice. Not, ni- not nice. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's really great looking out the window, seeing people drive by with like, like entirely snow coated cars, big <laughs> hunks of snow just flying off the whole time. Um, so what's, is... what's, what's the verdict on, on if, I, if I wanted to order dinner for delivery tonight? Would I mean, that be... be fine? Um, okay, I'd, I'd, give a, I'd give a healthy tip. The roads, the roads around me are fairly clear at this point. Um, big props to New York's strongest, uh, the sanitation department, which, which, which I have to say is such a badass move that they were like, because I think, I think the firefighters are New York's bravest. The cops, oh wait, is that actually what they're? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the cops are, are New York's shittiest. <laughs> New York's quickest to shoot people. Uh, whatever, whatever. Fucker was like, if you're on the roads past two thirty, we will arrest you. It's like, god damn it. Yeah, but uh, people trying to get home. Oh boy. Yeah, but <clears throat> but the sanitation is uh, New York's strongest, which I think is pretty, which is pretty fun. Well, some some. Uh, Part of the sanitation. Oh, New department. York's finest is the. Uh, is oh, the, the police department. Police department. Um, what, what other? What other? <laughs> yeah, sure. what other departments do we have where people have adopted New York's blankest? <laughs> New York's blankest. Just. <laughs> just <laughs> oh God, those have... are like the erasers. <laughs> New York's blankest. Oh, they they show up when it's time to remove a memory. <laughs> Actually, that that's a joke that should be in Men in Black. There should be a sign that says New York's and then just a blank space and then apostrophe est. Why didn't they get me to write Men in Black uh, 3? That was the most recent one with Josh Did they, did they do a 3? Oh, right. It had a... What's his face? Brolin. Yeah, that guy. Brolin. Uh, Brolin. Yes. Uh, I I actually kind of... I never saw that one. I, did. I, I didn't see it. I, I'm sure I saw the second one. I just don't remember it. I, I, I have a very sense memory of watching the second one in theaters as a very much one of those like teenage like, well, I guess we'll go to the movies and see this movie. Not because we have any specific interest in it, but just because. Um, today... I, I, I rewatched uh, the first Men in Black a couple of, of months ago and it holds up. It's still quality. Uh, how's the rap? Oh, oh great of course <laughs> that reminds me i may have told this story before is uh there was a time i was at a concert and it, w- it was it was you know one during one of the interminable like three opening acts that, <laughs> that some bands make you sit through uh and there was this one band that was terrible and uh this was this one i was seeing uh cobra starship so you can imagine the uh the pop punk garbage yeah, opening yeah. acts for Cobra Starship, which was uh, one of the most fun shows I'd ever been to, but well, the one of the terrible opening acts said, um, "He's like, okay, this this is uh, this next song was on the album Punk Goes Crunk. Oh, we had man. it, we had it, and then it was them doing their pop punk cover of the Men in Black theme." <laughs> oh, when I was when I was in a band in college, uh, there is this one, um, there's this one song we did. It was like a very nice ballad. Um, and then one day where we were practicing it, I 
I started singing the, um, oh Jesus, with so much trouble in the LBC, it's kind of hard being Snoop D O double G, but somehow, some way. And we, we ended up like adding that on as a verse, which in retrospect, it's like, hmm. punk grows, goes crunk. Goes crunk. Bam. I, I love it so much. Cause they were not a punk band. They're a pop punk band yeah, and uh, yeah. men in black. Not, not crunk. Not crunk at all. <laughs> I, I, it was, and that was, and it, this was so long ago. This was in, you know, like 2008. So this is, you know, I, all I could, all I could tweet, like I could tweet via text message. That was the most I could manage to do to, to express that this was happening. I, okay. So I just pulled up, I was like, who the, who made those albums? And it turns out fearless records did these, um, post hardcore releases by at the drive-in, <laughs> but like, I, I, I have, I have the, uh, the punk goes eighties one, which again, it's not, it's, it's all, pop punk bands and but it's you know it's fun yeah uh man there were so many like punk albums or like punk record labels in the 90s that were not good <laughs> were you were you a punk mark were you into punk? i i was into it i was not in any way something that you could refer to as punk uh, no no i wouldn't i no i would never think of you as being punk. i mean i wish i was to some degree cool enough but I think I looked at my extremely privileged upbringing and was like, <laughs> even at that age, I was like, I can't pull this one off, my dude. <laughs> this is going to be like, I I do not think this is going to work for me. Um, uh, yeah, I was definitely, I, I, yeah, not, not a punk over here. Pop punk at best. Scoffan at best. <laughs> <laughs> really? Uh, that, man, that, that like six month, less than jake binge was uh pretty deep it was great because i remember i ordered a bunch of less than jake like cds the ones you could only get from like less than jake dot yahoo dot com or whatever and by the time they came i did not like less than jake anymore (laughs) oh good times good less than jake times you know i I have i have recorded the first episode of my my new my new podcast. What, what what's your new podcast? <laughs> did you know? Did you know I'm going to be doing another podcast? Uh, I mean, I can't get mad because you let me have my you had let me have my dalliances. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you 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 went off with a with a taller boy and made a podcast. <laughs> Fine, it didn't last. Didn't last. We it didn't have... last. You came you came home to me in the end. But this we... is I'm going to do a, a Fallout Boy podcast. Oh, it's going to be it's going to be limited run. We're only going to do like, I think, uh, 13 or 14 episodes. That's good. Like but. the Brits do with television. Yeah, <laughs> that's we got, it's there. actually got we've got a plan. It's me and uh, a friend from Twitter and she is 21 and I am 33 and our favorite bands are both Fall Out Boy. So that's great. I love it's going to be good. It's going to be called good, in- good Intentions. It's going to be the name of it. Don't have a you can follow. A- Thank you. Uh, the the Twitter is Pod Intentions, okay. so if you want to, I'm doing that right now. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna record a couple and then start putting it out. Nice, nice. Um, I need to start doing the Star Trek podcast again. 
because like people have been like we got a co- I we got a comment recently being like why did you guys stop this was becoming one of my favorite Star Trek podcasts which ha <laughs> I should hope so <laughs> uh, just kidding but I uh, it, like. I paid for the domain name, so I should probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did drop those dimes, so uh, I should get back to that. You used Squarespace or whatever. It's it's just hard to. Uh, I don't want to watch any more Deep Space Nine. I di- I Deep Space Nine myself out. Well, this is why I never listened to your Deep Space Nine podcast podcast because all of you guys made me really tired of deep space Nine. yeah like like i got hoisted by my own petard really hard there like everybody we knew was suddenly deeply into deep space nine like now uh i think susanna polo watches watches it every now and then in like live tweets episodes and i'm like she's been watching uh next generation oh yeah yeah but i'm like you're you're just getting deeply and stupidly into uh, Star Trek now. <laughs> you didn't just mainline it while my wife sat by me worried for months. <laughs> I love if you go back to the early episodes of the show. It's me going, oh, Mark, you should watch Deep Space Nine. And now I'm just like, I don't want to talk to anybody about Deep Space Nine. <laughs> I'm done with it. Done. Everybody, everybody made me so tired oh, of it. Man. Although, did you see? Did you see that um, Renee Aubergeoana... Uh, tweeted a picture of a uh, of a um, Deep Space Nine party pack of cups yes. and plates and, and napkins. I mean, did you? Someone we know. Did you comment on it? And he responded. No, I think um, Rosenberg did. Ah, they follow each other. Yeah. Um, you know. You know. Oh. We should see Galaxy Quest. Yeah, yeah, I really should. Um, also, and we're gonna we're gonna have our movie night tonight, probably, and it's either gonna be Labyrinth or Galaxy Quest. <laughs> I have a I have a friend who had never had never seen Labyrinth, and uh, I had a party last weekend, uh, the the Glogdoct, which has been spoken of before. Yes, yes. Glogdoct three, and um, and uh, the the hangover resulting it is after it was one of the reasons we didn't record last week. <laughs> so I got a hangover, and then I got sick. But um, my friend had never seen Labyrinth before, and we put on the uh, dance magic dance video, and so she was, and so I got to see her in in real time experiencing David Bowie's penis in that movie. Yeah, it's it's very good. Yeah. Um, man, I I I and like a lot of people have been talking about Labyrinth recently for obvious reasons, and somebody was saying that it's like it's really good because it it shows how you can have see a relationship that seems extremely tempting but also like extremely self-destructive and be like no thanks handsome man (laughs) um and it's like yeah that is a like again aside from that weird song where the guys rip their heads off and maybe that part where she's in the dump and that old lady keeps calling her dearie i'm 100 percent behind everything else in labyrinth (laughs) I think this ties it together. Is it? I don't know if this is true, but that that Gates McFadden choreographed. Yes, Gates the... McFadden. Oh man, she's awesome. She's really good. That's actually one thing I will say about Star Trek is that outside of Will Wheaton, it seems like it's hard when... to read. Wait, no, <laughs> that's not how that joke goes. Um, 
outside of like it i and i of course i'm joking about will wheaton will be on our podcast play Dungeons and dragons with us um that it does seem like they picked actors specifically being like you know who who's interesting you know who's fun to have around gates (laughs) mcfadden with her all her antics that she's she gets up to with her little beverly action figure (laughs) um oh x-files comes back tonight I was just about to segue into that since we were thinking of uh, like, redheaded women in yeah, long co- in long coats. Yeah, that's oh my god, that's precisely why I didn't realize that. That's why my brain went there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I understand. We 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 think the same. <laughs> I am you. <laughs> um, I I I don't know how this is gonna go. I you know I'm just I'm probably not gonna watch it. I'm just gonna yeah I'm probably because oh, I. I have failed to watch anything for the past eight months. Just haven't watched anything. Yeah. I watched Mr. Robot in a week weekend and was really intense about it and then completely like forgot it existed. <laughs> I, uh, that's something I do need to watch. I started watching, we started watching uh, Agent Carter again. Uh, I haven't, I've never seen that, but I do wear her lipstick. My wife has the lipstick as well. It's my, it's my go-to, go-to brand. Yeah, apparently that that is like like it's very period accurate too. It's a very good lipstick. <laughs> Stays on all day. Have you do you follow do you get uh do you know Claire Cusillo? I do not. Um on Twitter um not Cassandra Claire. No, no. Um uh Carusio is uh oh, a woman who's on Twitter who's quite funny she's a writer and she has a um she has a tiny letter that's her talking about it's like a cosmetics or like like skincare tiny letter except it's like I I mean no it's it's like no it it's about that it talks about her skincare thing but it's also like she's talking about her life and stuff and it's actually it's extremely funny and there's animated gifs um. So that's my pick of the week. <laughs> um. But uh, her, she's at at Clocaris, and I think you can probably from there find the uh, thing if that's something you're interested in. A lot of my friends are real into skincare. Yeah, I should be, considering that I have a skin disease, but uh, I'm, I'm not. Just don't. So I just don't care. I just don't take care of this shit at all. Whatever. It's too much. Oh, it's too much work. Every time I try, I'm like, I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> as, but I think, as established on on this show, I hate every element of hygiene. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually mean, like, the, the, like I, I saw my the... I saw my brother over over Christmas, and um, he brought up to me. He's like, the only thing you've ever said on your podcast that made me mad was when you said you didn't like showers. <laughs> and mean, then we got we proceeded to get into like a fifteen minute argument. If you're it. in the shower. And you're like, I'm bored. I don't think like long, like a lot of application of moisturizer is for you. <sighs> um, <laughs> ah, good times. Yeah. No. I need to buy new beard shampoo. I'm all out of my my shamps, my beard shampoos. So you use a different champ on your on your on your fella there. I do my fella. <laughs> Yeah, I, did, I didn't feel good about it when I said it. I'm yeah, really sorry. <laughs> oh, that's rough. That's yeah. very Ugh. rough. Um, I'll edit that out. I won't. <laughs> um, 
Um, no, I, I do use a different shampoo on my beard because I found that using hair shampoo on my beard uh, gives me tons of acne underneath my um, underneath my um, beard, which is kind of gross. That can't, that can't, can't be comfortable. Yeah. Uh, I mean, almost everything with a beard is kind of disgusting, so. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry, I'm I'm also uh also the problem is is that when you when you search on Amazon for beard shampoo, the stuff that comes up is just the worst shit you've ever seen in your life. It's all it's all like lip balls brand manly like dick scented beard shampoo made with real bacon. Yeah, oh god. Yeah. It's the gentleman's power. Oh, what happened to the world? See, uh, I was kind of entertained by that sort of thing in the beginning. Yeah. I mean, well, okay, I understand, like, I kind of get it in that, like, we don't have a lot of good models for masculinity, so men have... Yes, we do. His name is The Rock. Okay, yes, we have The Rock. <laughs> but some of us, we can't get swole like The Rock. It's just not enough cod for everyone. No, I know. All the cod in the world would disappear if everyone tried to get as Is swole as the rock. Is it cod or trout? That he oh, it's had. cod. That's oh, well. That's actually rough because cod, I believe, is a threatened species, probably because of the rock. I feel, I feel like whatever species the rock chose to eat would be a threatened species. Chicken <laughs> suddenly just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> I read that that book about cod. Um, when I was in like eighth grade, and it really, really, really made an impact. What book about cod? Uh, I think it's Mark Kurlansky does these uh, books that are like, uh, uh, like he did one on salt too, where he talks about um, like something small that affects a great like uh, that has great impacts in the rest of the world. He also did the Big Oyster, which is a history of New York City. But, like, as told based on... Uh, Would this like, be Cod, A Biography of the Fish That Changed yes, the World yes. by Mark Kurlansky? That was, I don't know why that was, like, a book that I absolutely loved uh, when I was in, like... I think in middle school I would, like, talk to people and be like, let me tell you about Cod! <laughs> so precious! I know. It makes me really happy. For a little while, I really got into uh, fish and chips because I apparently fish and chips is the uh, like like originally fish and chips was always made with cod to the point where cod <laughs> cod uh, was like um, uh, almost extinct because of it. You know what I found out recently? Mm-hmm. In Ireland, people do not get fish and chips as much as they get chicken and chips. Huh. Like like a fried chicken patty and then chips. Or like like maybe like a chicken breast or something. Uh, very confused and frightened by that information. So basically, chicken fingers and fries. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's actually a much more reasonable way of putting it. Now I want Popeye's. You know, I don't think I've ever had Popeye's chicken. I, uh, I like it better than KFC, but I think that's also because I have, like, deep, like, when I was a kid, uh, we would always get, like, the KFC family bucket at my grandparents' house, and that mash, those mashed potatoes were, and to the point where I believe, uh, Colonel Sanders himself 
wrote like an editorial for something decrying the state of the mashed potatoes at KFC restaurants. <laughs> he was a terrible old man. I used to, um, my mom would take me to swimming lessons because I took swimming lessons as, mm-hmm. for many, many years as a young person because my mom was afraid of her children drowning. <laughs> yeah, same here. 100% yep. same here. Um, and then after swimming lessons, we would go to the KFC drive through and I would get a big fucking thing of mashed potatoes. And that was my after, after swimming. <laughs> I'd swim and then I'd eat a big old thing of KFC mashed potatoes with the that's, gravy. That's incredible. You remember when the pot pie came out and it changed everything? No, I don't. Well, yeah, this is like, this is actually a story of like one of the great turnarounds in uh, fast food history that I guess, uh, God, let me, the KFC pot pie uh, came out. Oh, God, I'm trying to find any information about this that is not a review. Who does a review of these pot pies? Um. Oh, lots of people. That's a whole. Yeah, yeah, it is a weird uh, thing. Niche but, thing. But I think in like 2008, uh, they came out with a pot pie, and it basically turned like c- completely turned it everything around um, for that brand. So this is a pot pie, not to be confused with like the the famous bowl. Yes, yes, it is not the sadness bowl. It is like a sadness pie. I I believe I do not believe it had a crust on the bottom. I think it only had a crust on the top. Um, so not <laughs> not not one of your better pot pies in my uh, in my estimation. But um, did you ever? Were you familiar with Mrs. Winners? No. You know, so that's a, that was a southern. I don't know if they're still if they still exist. Southern chain. Maybe only in Tennessee. I don't know. But I'm looking. They were they were chicken and biscuits, and uh, like I, well, it looks like it looks like mostly they are now in uh, Atlanta and uh, like Winston Salem. So that's where you can find your your Mrs. Winners these days. Okay. But uh, they they had like biscuits. That was their thing that yeah, I really enjoyed. Yeah. And at one point they had this thing, the, the the sadness bowl made me think of it. It was like this cup, this styrofoam cup that had, it was a breakfast thing that had like grits on the bottom and then, and then like a biscuit and, and some kind of meat and gravy on it. It was just this cup full of like grits and breakfast. Oh, so good. It's and I crave nice. it. Oh god, I, I crave it, and you can't. It's it can't be had. <laughs> For a little while, there was a barbecue place in Park Slope that uh, had a barbecue parfait. That uh, it was a mason jug that had like macaroni and cheese, mashed potatoes, barbecue pork. They they shoved a thing of cornbread in there. There were also some beans. There was some slaw, and I think it was topped with mashed potatoes. Um. And then uh, Dinosaur Barbecue opened up down the street from them, and they just closed immediately. <laughs> like, not even to the point where it would have affected their business. I think they switched over to tacos. They were just like, well, <laughs> thanks for everything. <laughs> Although my feeling is they could have probably continued to exist as, like, a remora where people would go to Dinosaur Barbecue and the, the wait would be too long. And then they oh, would yeah. go to... Um... Have you been to Dinosaur Barbecue? I have not. I have had dinosaur barbecues. Barbecue? Ah. Dude, with them doing like 
catering. I believe I believe we sell it at, at uh, my work. I so. used to work there. Uh, huh. I worked there for a month. Uh, years You're a barbecue years boy. I was a barbecue boy. Uh, I was a busser. And when I first joined, uh, they gave me a long sleeve t-shirt. And I worked uh, five days a week. And they never gave me another uniform shirt. And so every, like, oh, God, that shirt got so gross. <laughs> Where, like, I would I would go on at noon and get off at maybe, like, midnight or one in the morning and go home and fall asleep. And if I woke up early enough, I'd run to the laundromat and wash my shirt before I had to go in. But most of the time, I just let it air dry. And um, it was, it was like, air out a little. And... It was like plate armor at the end. And that's why I only worked there for a month <laughs> also because on my first day i like i've i had i had been a busser in kentucky and one thing that people did not tend to do in kentucky was eat off of plates when they brought plates back and literally on my first day i was bringing like a plate back and there was like an untouched rib <laughs> and i was about to jump into the thing and the other busboy was like what are you doing and he grabbed the rib off the plate and just started like like mangling the meat on there furiously <laughs> trying to slurp it down um yeah yeah i actually it was for the, for the first time in my life i was out uh went out drinking with co-workers a couple weeks ago and i was uh uh well into my cups and um we were playing pool and there was uh, just a, a table that had not been fully bust and there was a, some pieces of toast on there I just ate the toast. Toast is fine. I feel like I know, and, and, an and my, my boss was just like looking at me. He's like, "I'm not going to forget that you did that." <laughs> I'm like, I've never done anything like this before. That it was just incredible. it was just this perfectly un- untouched, innocent toast. I That's ate that fine. toast. One, well, the thing was is that we got a discount on everything at that restaurant except for dessert, and they had this key lime pie that was amazing. And if people had not, like, finished their key lime pie, I would just nap it off the plate. Because at that point, I was an animal. You tre- Look, you treat people like animals, they become <laughs> animals. I only worked there for a month, and then I got a job at Barnes & Noble. Um, but then, like, my last paycheck, I got tipped out a ton. And I was like, damn. But, um... <clears throat> those were the terrible days. <laughs> And this is, I, I never, I never, I have no experience in working retail or service in any way. It stinks. I, that's what I hear. <laughs> oh my God. It's the worst. Cause I worked, I, I have, I've had one job before the, my current job and I worked it for 12 years. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, um, when I was at Lynn's in Kentucky, it wasn't that bad busing also because I, I kind of feel like. There should be a like a draft, but it's like shitty restaurant do- jobs that when you turn sixteen, you just report to a place and they just hand you a mop. <clears throat> um, but like, so you said you said draft, and it made me think more of I was I thought more of like basketball or something, <laughs> like <laughs> like different different restaurants getting to choose which... Popeyes is like this guy. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, just cause like, I'm so like from then on it's, or like, actually when I quit my last office job and then the, uh, the editorial job that I thought I was going to have did not happen. I started, uh, doing like, um, data entry, but then also I signed up to be like a PA on a bunch of movie things. And, uh, like the first time I went, 
they were like, hey, you need to clean this very old toilet. <laughs> and then the night ended with me, like, stacking tons of very old toilets on a thing. At liter- like, like m- the day started at 10 p.m., so it was, like, 6 in the morning or something. Um, and I made, like, 90 bucks. So, like, since then, I'm like, whatever, at work, I'm like, whatever you need, boss. <laughs> As long as it's not cleaning a horrible toilet. <laughs> so that's what's wrong with millennials. Thank you. Good night. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I haven't. No, I haven't been in the shit. I haven't. I don't know. I and like also like I've been lucky that at all of my jobs, like I've never had like a boss that's terrible, like screaming at people and stuff like that. Um. So I, I don't want to be like <laughs> what I've seen. My last day at Lynn's, uh, somebody. Oh, no. From what I, well, from, I, I feel like the, the, the real risk one takes in, in uh, retail and service jobs is not from the, the, the management. It's from uh, other humans. Oh, yeah. And also, I, I'm visibly male. So, mm, yeah. like, like, so much of that just didn't happen to me. Uh, my, uh, my wife was a waitress at a, a diner was starting when she was like 13 um and uh yeah if i ever go on a killing spree across long island <laughs> it is at least in part because of the like terrible shit that oh i think i mentioned this online i'm trying god where was i where oh we were getting barbecue a while ago and uh it's always back to barbecue and there was a table that was like clearly a family and our waitress gone over there and was asking them stuff. And the dad reached out and put his hand on the waitress's lower back. And I was like, what the fuck? And then his son came back from the bathroom and came up behind her and put his hands on her shoulders. <clears throat> and like, literally, I could not fucking believe what I was seeing. But it was also like, oh, like, no wonder this guy thinks this is reasonable. His This is like how his dad treats women. And, like, I think there's a very large proportion of men who believe that women in service industries, like, you just you just touch them randomly for fun. Um, and it's uh, the fucking worst. Sorry, I'm going to eat this bottle of whiskey now. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mark, drink, not eat. <laughs> we think should, of the glass. We should have a sweepstakes because I need to get rid of a lot of this booze. Um, I know a place you can put it. <laughs> In my tummy. Yeah, maybe I'll give you some of this stuff. Because uh, I haven't really been drinking cocktails recently. You're just going to give me like a half-empty bottle of Rumblemans? Would you say no? No, I would take it. <laughs> we were we were dumping the creme de menthe down the, uh, down the like, drain yesterday. And I was like, oh, bud. <laughs> last, night, be that I, last night I decided to, uh, I was, I was drinking some, uh, uh, because I did not have my, my regular, my, my grocery order come through, but I had leftover party alcohol, so everything was fine. So nice. I, uh, I, uh, opened the window, put my plastic champagne cup out there, scooped up a thing of snow, and then poured rum and champagne into it. That's, that's like the adult <laughs> version of the thing my mom always did, where she'd put out a, uh, a bowl and fill with snow, and then you'd add, uh, vanilla to it. Yeah, we never. I never got that when I was a kid because it just never doesn't snow enough. That's in, true in Nashville. 
Yeah, I think, I mean, Kentucky's in a river valley, which apparently, like, deeply affects the weather. So it's like a microclimate where we do get snow and do get really hot summer. Like, we get, like, both ends, basically. Yeah. Which is... <clears throat> yeah, it actually it actually snowed, you know, like, eight inches in Nashville. So yeah. it's crazy. Everybody's... Like, my, my... No one can drive at all. No one can drive at all. My... I think my brother built some f- fantastical snow fortress in the background in the backyard. It's uh it's great. Um it's a quick question, what are your locust memories? I don't have locust memories. I have cicada memories. Or cicada memories. My cicada memories. Very exciting. Um I believe it was my junior or senior year of high school. We had there was some happening where it was both like both the 13 year and the 17 year skaters came yeah. out at the same time and it was insane it was just it was it was biblical it was just clouds clouds yeah. of cicadas and the humming was constantly you you had to have your windshield wipers going at all times because there were so many cicadas i remember like diving across a parking lot to go to a doctor's appointment just like ah! <laughs> I cicadas. Like I'm. Rem- I mean, I must be remembering the same one because it hit Kentucky as well. Although I feel like I was, I could definitely drive at that point because I remember getting into my car and looking down, and there were like four cicadas on me and like swerving off the road. Um, but like- I went to a, a friend's um, graduation ceremony, and uh, it was she went to like, all girls prestigious asshole academy and so it was just like on a lawn and i just i just you know picked up a cicada that was crawling around and instead of uh clapping i just squeezed it to make noise oh my god like oh i remember like going like meeting up with people outside of their houses and trying to talk to them and it was so loud just not really being able to um sorry i just mentioned that because like southern memories and memories. I feel like maybe that's another like a draft thing where whenever the thirteen and seventeen year, I mean that might be, have been the last time that that was going to happen for like two hundred years. Yeah, but like it would be great to bring people down on tours and just be like, "This is life." Apparently, <laughs> oh, if only if only we'd had vine. Oh man! Think of all the hot cicada vines. Yeah. Oh, they're like those are the most insect-looking insects. I think. I think they're cute. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> they're they're monsters. They look like monsters in like 1950s, uh, like uh, sci-fi movies. I googled cicada, and there is a website called cicadamania.com. What 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 is the mania part? What's well, new on cicadamania? Oh, it's just uh, somebody who's uh, who's crazy for for skaters. Oh, got sounds, got all kinds of sounds. Oh boy, what are those? Your ringtone. <laughs> okay, this what? is this is kind of cool. I like this website. I like yeah. when people have uh, like interests like this. Certainly not mine. It's terrible. Oh, woof! That is not great. That's the cording, cording sound. Oh God, they're terrible. Uh, this is some distress. Some distress. That sounds like a hard drive failing. Oh my 
God. I'm looking at the picture of the nymphs and like like the life cycle here and it's it's really rough. Okay, look at the copyright line. Copyright 1996 to 2015 Cicada Mania. 19 years of providing Cicada information and fun on the web. What are they going to do for the big 2-0? Because it's this, it's this year. Yeah, yeah. Cicada Mania is, oh my gosh, it's Cicada Mania's 20th anniversary this year. I will say I really like like this site design because it is it is very, like, early web but it it, it it gets shit done cicada mania has 731 followers on, on twitter got a, got a pretty cute icon of cicada i'm doing it I'm yeah doing the world's it. yeah let's uh, everybody go follow cicada mania that's this that's this week's uh pick of the week pick of the week <laughs> why is they got a, they got some merch you can get a fucking pillow with a cicada on it the swamp, not even just any cicada, a swamp cicada. Oh boy, that is rough. Oh. And from there, oh, you I... can actually just buy cicadas. What? Oh no, wait, no, you can't. It's a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and you can get it on a onesie. You can get a picture of two cicadas on a onesie. Oh man, that's not great. Or a bib. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Okay, I'm all for these people, despite me hating cicadas. So, pick of the week. <laughs> pick of the week. This 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 episode took a weird turn. Yeah, I don't know how we. I don't know what happened. Here. I think it was like barbecue restaurants. Okay, no, no, it was because I was thinking about you living in the south, and I was like, man, you. I was like, Whitney probably remembers that cicada summer. Mm-hmm. Cicada summer. That's a. That's, that's an album. That's an album title, don't you think? Or like a YA novel. Yeah. But not not one that would get written today. Like like a very like nineteen seventies one where a kid is talking about learning to play baseball. See, I Cicada Summers, it seemed to be more I I was matching more like a young girl kind of thing. Like the, the first loves that she felt during that. That's true. That's Cicada that's Summer. True. She just couldn't hear anybody talking. <laughs> just like, you know, what? just, just what and then they he was probably out. saying such beautiful things but, <laughs> but uh, i couldn't hear it over the incessant chirping could it could it's like oh oh i love you she said and he said <laughs> oh oh it's so cutting so many species well, those are from florida Okay, would you live in Key West? Would I live in Key West? Yeah. I I went to Key West when I was like 10 um, as part of the only cruise I've been on. And I really, really liked it and then like fantasized about living there for years later. It it very much feels like it's an interesting culture. Did you know that you don't actually have to bake key lime pies? Oh, you're allowed to live in Key West and not bake a key lime pie. (laughs) No, no, like you don't have to bake them while making them. They actually, they... <laughs> Did you know, if you live in Key West, <laughs> jackbooted thugs don't bust down your door every day and force you at gunpoint. They just, they come in and they sew extra toes onto your cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I, I was reading a book recently that was talking about that and was also talking about like hurricanes in Key West and how they have like a very like party atmosphere where people like hole up and just get drunk for days. Yeah. Um, which was I was thinking about from this. But also like I, I I've always had the Margaritaville fantasy. Go on. That if if like things don't work out with like having a normal life like if if I just utterly fail as a human, like, not as a human being, but, like, if, like, I cannot hack having a job anymore, I'll just go become a beachcomber in Key West. Although I feel like at this point, like, a beachcomber shack is, like, a million dollars in Key yeah. West. You can't even. <laughs> there's nowhere, there's, the dream is no longer alive anywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get to live in a desert. Yeah. Um, that is extremely true. Um, Key West. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to go back. Yeah, I mean, one of Kristen's uh, coworkers just took a train across the United States. One that notably did not go to Key West. Yeah, that's uh, that'd be tricky. But um, well, apparently, until Katrina, there used to be a Southern Amtrak line, and it got washed out, and they just have never had the funds to rebuild, uh, like yeah. a Gulf Coast line. Which I would, I think I would rather take a Gulf Coast uh, train across America than take one like through the Upper Midwest. Come on, come on, Obama, get us! Let's yeah, hook us, yeah. Hook us up with a bunch of high speed rail across America. You got like a, you've got twenty minutes left. <laughs> like you can in do it. The buzzer, my dude. Lay it out, buddy. Oh man, Paul. Lay it up, my dude. Uh, politics are bad. Just an update. Yep. Yep. And, um, no, that's it. Yep. Yep. That's it. You got, you got away with a surprising amount of political talk when we had Josh on last time. But <laughs> nope. Nope. When it's just no you and me, more. not happening. <laughs> Can I not allow? I wish, uh, I wish Bernie Sanders had more attractive t-shirts. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> you mean like that he wears or, well, <laughs> I don't think that he's he's I'm just not... wearing like a beach bum ninety seven shirt. Bernie Sanders has not heard of a t shirt. He, like, he's heard of it and it pissed him off. They they tried to explain it to him and he just got angrier and angrier. He's like, why don't you just buy button downs at Costco? <laughs> oh, Bernie. Yeah. Um. But uh, sorry, I'm trying to think about things that aren't that. Um. Star I Wars spent. I sp- oh yeah, we didn't talk about Star Wars. Did we not talk about Star Wars? No, we Star haven't Wars? talked about Star Wars. Star Wars is good. Star Wars is so good. It was very good. It yeah. was kind of the sweet spot for me for J.J. Abrams movies. Well, see, I hate J.J. Abrams. Okay. Hate I him. thought, like, I thought that this did not have the fail, like, any of the failures that, like. So no, it was a good movie. That was what was. Here's the thing. It was good. Here's the thing. It was good, and I liked it. I saw it three times. Yeah. Um, the third time I saw it, I kept having to get up and go to the bathroom because I think the diabetes finally finally got me that day. <laughs> I had to pee like four times. Oh. <laughs> um. Yeah. Like I, I felt like there's a lot of stuff in J.J. Abrams movies that I'm not fond of. And I don't know if it was because people were like, like, (laughs) 
tone it back. <laughs> is it, don't yeah you you fucked up you fucked up Star Trek. Don't fuck up this too. <laughs> um. But yeah. No. Yeah. It, it, uh, I I feel like it's so difficult. Be- I think Star Wars is probably the piece of like media in our world that it's actually very difficult to have a conversation about with because there's so many inbuilt emotions about it. Oh yeah. Um, and it was something like when I, I was really excited when I saw it and then like, I, and I saw it with my dad and my brother and, and my brother's whole family. So it was three generations of Reynolds all watching star Wars. So that was great. And you know, all three times I've seen it, the minute like the, the big logo comes up and the music goes, it's just yep yep yep. uh there there are the tears again every time yeah yeah i was like huh there they are (laughs) yeah the first time i saw the movie like my my internal monologue for like the entire uh first hour and 45 minutes was just star wars (laughs) it's fucking star wars (laughs) i think i mentioned this before but like i remember being being a kid and reading before the prequels came out, because I was a huge Star Wars fan then, and reading about how George Lucas had nine films originally planned, and I was like, that would be incredible. And then the prequels came out, and I think I saw the first one, and I was like, no more am I a Star Wars fan. <laughs> I was hurt. I was hurt bad. And and then, but like thinking about if I could go back and be like, hey, when you're almost 30, another Star Wars movie will come out, and it will be very good. <laughs> So you, it's, 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 you, you have to go through your like very own like hero's journey yeah, in yeah. order to get to the good Star Wars. Perfect. I'm a little too satisfied with myself for that. <laughs> hero's journey. Um, yeah. Fucking Star Wars. And, and, uh, it's, it's great because of how many, um, dumb nerds have been mad yeah. about it things that's, that's i mean that's great just in general because oh, I, yeah. that's that's my food i feed <laughs> off of shitty nerds getting mad about things so good oh so good yeah yeah deal with it deal with it although i'm kind of it's, it's gonna be interesting watching this play out over the next you know five years or whatever to see like as i'm not I, I don't i don't dip my toe too much into the tumblr side of things anymore but i know a lot of people have become very invested in a, a, a gay Podameron. And, uh, you know, I'm not saying that this is not a possibility. Yeah. Sure. Anything can happen. Yes. But uh, I'm just waiting for, you know, in 2021 or whatever, very angry nerds. When he, when he has like a five minute long makeout scene with Mon Mothma. Hell, well, I'd be into it. I mean, she's, she's, experienced and powerful yeah i feel like poe dameron would be into that you know i don't feel like we see very many in star wars we don't see many interspecies sexual relationships and um what i'm saying is we should i guess we saw that uh oh man i read a star wars book or i read a star wars short story that was about that uh that lady assassin that was sitting on that huge dude in the bar yeah, who then went away and and uh, said said something that sounded like uh, it involved Gundams. Yeah, <laughs> Gundam Wing is my favorite animes. 
is what she said to the Imperial. She was the, the, the shitty robot who looked like a microphone. Oh, that guy was great. I, I love you, shitty that, microphone robot. I wanted to see that guy, like, like playing in a, like, a hot jazz band. What's his fucking story? Yeah. Uh, no, you are right. Trash pile. <laughs> Where is... Where is Tales from Maz Kanata's castle? We need we need that short story anthology immediately. Yeah, Trashbot is what I need right now. <laughs> Trashbot, I want to know about. I want to know about that that guy, my dude, the the ghibli ass looking guy, that robot. Yeah. Oh, what's his man. story? I love him. My neighbor Totoro, out there. Um, yeah, I'm trying to remember other great. Uh, animals in there. Lin Manuel Miranda, always good. Got a, had the. Uh, was he actually in it, or did no, he just? No, write... I don't think he, he just wrote the music. Yeah, is... um, a hell of a year for Lin Manuel Miranda. He's doing all right. He's doing all right. Yeah, I'll give I'll give Hamilton another go someday. I actually haven't listened to it yet. <laughs> I've had I've been into many drunken conversations where I'm just where, with me going. I just with people going. No, no, I know you. You just have to try harder. Oh, I haven't I haven't listened to it yet because people are like, as soon as you listen to it, you'll love it. And I, okay, and I'm gonna I'm gonna make people mad here, and I'm sure we'll get a lot of messages about it. But like, how do people who like rap feel about Hamilton? This is what I'm. Well, you know, I listen to it, and I do like rap, and uh, I listen to it, and and I had I you know I, I, I the music is great. I like the music. It's good music, but I did spend like the first fifteen minutes going, "Oof, this is awfully about the founding fathers. <laughs> this is wow, very I, about history." I've ever met. Well, a because I I emerged from my fallout shelter. You're the first person I've ever met, but you're the first person I've met who said anything even remotely negative about Hamilton. Well, no, I've been keeping quiet <laughs> because I don't because I don't want to be that guy. No, yeah, being it, and and I did try to listen to it, and I listened to the first act. And I have well, this is just like a problem with me. I I have a really hard time parsing lyrics, and so I just didn't like. I was like, I'm enjoying this mu- music, but everybody's talking about how they're all fucked up with feels from the story, and I'm like, I can't follow it because I don't. I and I'm like, oh god, do I have to sit here with like the lyrics in front of me and read along? I, I get it. That's, that's not fun. I was uh, like, I can't tell. I can't tell these voices apart. Yeah. Um, so I probably would enjoy it if I saw it in my actual yeah, yeah. face. And I, and I saw honestly, the guys in the things. I'm putting it in my big warehouse with all the rest of the Indiana Jones stuff of like good media that like when I get done with the trash media that I'm currently involved in. <laughs> after I <laughs> like, stop listening to pop punk albums from the mid 90s that I am secretly still in love with, I'll, <laughs> I'll crack open Hamilton. No, it's it's definitely good. I can't I can't fault. Please no, I, I can't argue. It's Hamilton definitely good. Finds. I just I just uh, I failed to enjoy it. <laughs> wow, that is a very interesting concept of being like, oh, it's good. I it it's 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 me. It's not it. No, this is it's me. <laughs> That's why I'm like, and I I keep having conversations with people who are like giving me like like ways to try it. It's like just listen to like one or two songs a day. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. I mean, let's be honest. With popular music, it there should not be a... You should not have to have a curriculum for it. Well, see, this isn't popular music. It's musical theater. Okay, yeah. I can. I, I, listen, I, saw, I do listen to popular music all fucking day. So, wait. Uh, I saw a little bit of Frozen the other day. 
<laughs> saw like the first up until a certain point with my niece. Yeah, I've still I've I've still seen up until a certain point with my niece. I've never seen the whole movie. Uh, hot take: Frozen sucks. <laughs> Frozen really? is awful. Get late. Whoa, dummy! No, it is. It is not good. And here is why. First off, I okay. So... <laughs> Angry nerd presents <laughs> seven reasons why Frozen. Frozen is terrible. Um, okay. Let it go. I thought I'd never heard it before. It turns out I totally have. It's just incredibly forgettable. You're wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's you're just wrong. It's it, like it is in in the way that I find a lot of modern Broadway music to be like very bombastic, but the tune does not stick in my head. I cannot remember. I still don't remember how Let It Go goes. I'm not gonna sing it. Well, okay. <laughs> But and then I just I don't know. But for everybody looks like Bratz dolls. I am not a huge fan of the character design. Um, in a general sense. Um, well, buddy, it's not for you. Well, yes, obviously, but it's just like <laughs> I like. I was expecting it to to blow my socks off. I did not expect for their parents to die in a cutaway about a song about snowmen. <laughs> There's a there's, what's his face the hunky one? Do you see the hunky one? I don't know what you mean. With the reindeer, the guy with the reindeer. Okay, yeah, yeah. It is weird that he talks to, for his reindeer. I get that joke, but it's a weird thing he does. Yeah. Um, yeah, I uh, I've I've seen up to the part where they meet the trolls twice, and I haven't seen the rest of the movie. <laughs> Wait, really? That's like the first ten minutes. No, the uh, the when they go back, they oh, meet again. Okay, okay. Yeah, but um, but that's my story. I'm, I, I saw I saw Inside Out over Christmas. Oh, how was that? It was very good, and uh, I had the difficulty level of watching it in a room with my entire family and not crying my fucking ass out. I feel like but, that's that's what it's okay. You're that's okay. No, I didn't want. No, I didn't want to. It was the middle <laughs> yeah, of the day. I'd, yeah, you never want to be vulnerable around your family. No, I did not want to cry. It, um, on you know. I didn't feel like it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, if I had been watching this alone, it would have just been because oh no, I was I was teary like from minute one. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 a it's a movie about it's teen girl about emotions, emotions about how it's important to be sad sometimes. Oof. Yeah, uh, I do not believe it's important to be sad all the times. I I think not all the times, but sometimes I think it's important to have a chip installed in your brain. It constantly so activates never... your limbic system so you're never sad. That's my just, belief. You just, see, you just need to see inside out, and you'll understand Oof. why sadness yeah. is important. I mean, and also, also, and also that loving boy bands will save the day. Also, I haven't watched Up specifically because people were like, "Oh, I cried so much in the first ten minutes," and I was like, <laughs> "No, I will not be doing this." Yeah. Um, no, I. I'm sure if I have a kid. We'll blow through all this pretty quick, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, there was the real threat I might end up seeing Minions over Christmas, but it didn't, it didn't happen. Ooh, yeah, that's that's kind of rough. How do you how do you keep your kid from finding out about Minions on the street? You don't, apparently. They just yeah. do. Kids I might, 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 love might, Minions. My brother and his family showed up. Niece was wearing a Minions shirt, so Minions color. Maybe I, maybe I should watch Minions. Maybe it's great. Do you really think that? No. <laughs> okay, just making sure. That's the day when I have to call the New York's blankest. 
<laughs> to fix me. Take her away. Oh, oh, this is always the problem with with me is that I do go into things like, I'll just check this out. It's probably won't like it. It'll be fine. It's probably dumb. And then, it, and then uh, you know, crash cut to, you know, the next scene is just me dressed entirely as a minion because it's become <laughs> my life. Because <laughs> that's, that's, that has, this, that's what, what happens with me. It's like I've had, I've had some friends that's like, it's like, hey, you should listen to this, uh, this K-pop thing. And I'm like, nope. Nope. <laughs> Not good. Nope. I've seen I where this goes, my friend, and it's me living in Korea. Yeah, I know how this goes with me, and I'm not ready for that right now. <laughs> I've got enough on my fucking plate. Oh, boy. <sighs> so. Yeah, yeah, I tried to watch High School Musical, uh, ironically, and that became a thing. <laughs> now you have that back tattoo of the cast of High School Musical. It's the 10th anniversary of High School Musical this year. I need I need to get some tattoos, I think. Of High School Musical or just in general? Well, yes, just in general, but because I'm turning 30 in this point. Oh, that's time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the time that everybody gets tattoos when they turn 30. Well, no, I got I got my first one when I was 18. And I got my second one when I was 30. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm aiming to get another one this year as well. Nice. Uh, we still need to talk about the, the plans for my birthday party and the six-foot party sub that I'm getting. But, um, you know, later. So I'm, yeah, six foot party sub has to happen. Right. I, I feel, I've seen one of them in real life once and it was not very good, but that's because they put a lot of oil on it. Do you think six feet is enough? That's true. I, I mean, cause I I'm going to be there. I don't think that they sell party subs in larger, qua- like lengths than six foot. Um, but what what if you had two six foot party subs? I well then I feel like at that, that point it's like why not just have a bunch of small subs? I well, feel like uh... what do you think is the longest party sub I could get? I mean, well, it's probably no six feet is probably it because just just thinking of it transportation wise. I am googling longest party sub available. Hit the button. <laughs> Subway Ohio is the first thing. Um, and it says, Subway Ohio has a 12 footer. They must have like a special car. I think think that the thing is, is that this is, uh, well, I will say giant subs again, this is a subway in Ohio. So giant subs are prepared on custom baked and braided bread require 24 hours advances to create just for you. 24 hours does not seem like a long time. No, like if I call in an order for a for a for a twelve foot party sub, it's kind of amazing if I can call it in at five o'clock and expect it for the next day. I w- I would expect to give people like a week. Yeah, I I feel like you'd have to like they need to order the truck. Who makes the specialty six foot bread? <laughs> just it's just this one old man. Like. <laughs> Wow, okay, so, uh, like, the eighth link on the Google search for longest party sub available is deepening democracy in Indonesia, question mark. What? Wow, it gets to, oh, because party sub <clears throat> systems. Oh. Yeah. There's also, um, uh, I don't know if you were there for this, but um, uh, at, at the fundraiser we had for... Um, or the thing we did where we raised money last year, yes. uh, former guest Kitty Staholsky talked about the party bagel. 
Go on. Um, you, it's a giant bagel. <laughs> like pizza sized? Um, I just Googled it and newyorkbagel.com slash catering. Party bagel, $16, an 18-inch diameter bagel stuffed with roast beef, corned beef, turkey, baked ham, or a combination of any or all of these. Cut into 22 slices and ready to serve. It'll be the hit of your party. I don't even... I don't even know! Okay, okay, obviously we need both the party bagel and we need the six-foot party sub. If we Do can, else? If we can yeah. turn the party bagel vertical... And then enter the party sub through the... Now, hear obscene. me out. Obscene, obscene, uh, Well, thanks, everyone. Now I'm just hungry. Oh, man. Mm. Who eats corned beef on a bagel? I, the, the whole meat on a bagel thing, like... Yeah, I was expecting that it would have like locks on it or something. I was expecting like you know some some cream cheese, some like some some red onion, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Maybe some capers, tomato. Mm. <laughs> Sounds yeah. good. Bagel chat. Ugh. Yeah. So your birthday your birthday party is going to be a uh, going to have a lot of carbs. <laughs> oh boy, I'm so. Oh man, I'm so excited. <laughs> Welcome, friends. I am the king of party sub. Uh, what other like a party burrito wouldn't be good? Yeah, that, well, serving would be difficult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm amazed at the party bagel. I mean, the party donut is basically a cake. Yeah, that's a cake. Um. What other oversized foods? There's like a party samosa, just like one huge samosa. Ooh, yeah, but I mean that's yeah. just a lot of mashed potatoes with like uh, turmeric in them. Sounds fine. Uh, Feed that to me after swimming class. <laughs> just get a giant samosa. <laughs> oh. So it's it's definitely probably immoral to have a six foot party sub delivered during a during a blizzard. Right? Oh my god! <laughs> the party must go on. <laughs> imagine if you saw. Oh, imagine if you saw a six foot party blizzard in the snow, just sitting there Ima- on the snow drift. Imagine just, a- <laughs> uh, just, just cresting the edge, <laughs> and you're just walking down. And you're like, what's that? My <laughs> god. It's a six-foot party sub at a snowbank. <laughs> oh, I want to see it. I want to see it. <laughs> I got it. My friend, April 17th. Oh, we're good. I'll, I'll summon the snow. Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, I guess I could get some crushed ice and, like, set it atop. There was one time when I was walking to work and it had recently snowed. And I, I looked down and I saw that there was a bag of VHS tapes in the snow. And I definitely, I was like, oh, I want to take a picture of this. And I was like, this is a trap. <laughs> this, is a, this is a shitty Instagram hipster trap. <laughs> to see what VHS tapes are in the, in the snow. Perfect. You know what's great about when what? it snows in New York? What? When you see little pigeon tracks in the snow. Aww. That's so you cute. Know you know what's not fun is that it's basically a big, uh, 
like the day after it snows, you see how much dog piss there is just in Ugh. New York in general. Oh yeah, it's gonna be really gross. It, and like these these piles are not gonna go away for like a month. Oh no. Yeah, it's gonna be gross for a while. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to going to work tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> my brother my brother was like, Oh, do you have snow boots? I'm like, Of course I have snow boots. <laughs> no, it's just gonna suck. I also like I uh, I do not know if I will be able to bike to work tomorrow because I doubt that they have plowed the like uh, bike path on over the Manhattan Bridge. If that doesn't sound safe. I don't think you should do that. Yeah. So. Um... Don't do that, buddy boy. <sighs> <sighs> snow business, like snow business. No, I get it. <laughs> well, uh, I think I think we're good. Right now, all I can think about is a is a is a sub. So yeah. Ooh, I'm just completely boy. distracted thinking about sandwiches right now. Is there uh, a is there a potbellies near you? No, no. I still haven't had potbellies. Oh, they're so good. I just you know I'm just living in the the memory of the pepper bar at Quiznos. Mm. Mm. <sighs> sandwiches. Um. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> sandwich talk sandwich talk well thank you so much everyone for listening thank you um let this be the announcement that for my birthday this year there will be a party sub at some public park keep that in mind i'm gonna eat two feet of it oh <laughs> i don't know because these the there's a lot of girth on these subs that's right they are thick yeah yeah, well, it's not like a really long baguette or something. Yeah, know? yeah, it's these are these are large, substantial, stuff, substantial. Is my understanding? What if I mean? I guess I could go. I should go to the meat market that I'm planning on getting this from and be like, "Do you have like example photos?" Like and they got to, they gotta. Yeah. When was your last? Uh, when was your last um, party sub? Like, like, give me, show me the evidence. <laughs> that I can trust you with this sub order. And what do you, what do you, is it going to be just a bunch of like, a, like an Italian sandwich, lots of meat? Yeah, I think so. Right? I think I think no no pe- no red peppers, no none like onion soaked red pep or um, oil soaked red peppers. I'm not a big fan. It doesn't get a little slimy. It's kind of not. Yeah, but just just like uh, like a bunch of meats, maybe some lettuce that has been chopped into like confetti. Yeah, onion, tomato on the side, maybe. Just six <laughs> feet of tomato lined up, five inches to the side of the sub, is what I'm requesting. Okay, you could also do the onion like that as well. Uh, are, are you not an onion fan? No, I am an onion fan. I'm just saying. They're just, uh... but are you not a tomato fan? So there's basically going to be like, like five. You know, we should just get a deconstructed party sub, <laughs> where it's just. <laughs> five six foot long lines of materials and you assemble it yourself it sucks and i hate it <laughs> i really want to start a, a really fancy restaurant and one of the things is the deconstructed six foot party sub it's, it's one of the things where it's like uh the, this this requires participation of the whole table uh, wine pairings are an additional forty dollars with oh the party sub. <laughs> oh, amazing! 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so join us for Party Sub Fest. <laughs> Party Sub. Party Sub 2K16. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I am at Mark Popham. I'm at Whitney Arner. We are at I Haven't Seen. I uh, forgot to read any questions today. And uh, that's fine. Yeah. That's um, fine. And I, I do want to point out that Whitney has a new podcast coming out. I'll, I'll plug it more when it's actually. Okay. When it's extant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I haven't even bought a domain yet. Matt's finally moved to his new apartment, so now I feel like I should get on him to start. We should start doing this again. Yeah. And then we'll start ours, the one that the three of us are going to do. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that book is not good, my dude. (laughs) Uh, Tales from Jabba's Palace. I read the first one, which is the the first one written by Kevin J. Anderson, and um, it's pretty rough. Uh, that's uh that's some, that'll make some good content yeah that's that's true deeper into the content abyss all right thank you so much bye bye